What's good, beautiful people, man? It has been a minute. So, I was consistently dropping, you know, episodes weekly, and uh, life got really, really, really crazy. Um, from losing two family members, my uh, grandfather and my uncle, rest in peace. Um, to just a lot of major life changes. It was just really a perfect storm. And it was one of those things where it's like, you know, you miss a date the first time, then you try to catch up on that one, and then something happens, and then everything is happening all at once, and then, you know, kind of not managing not managing your time, you know, the right way, and it just it just became a lot and then you know the other day I took a trip to New York and you know you don't have the stuff to do what you got to do and so it's like it's that feeling where you get so behind you're kind of just like you either are going to climb back up that mountain and get back on track or you're going to just give up and just and just quit and um I'm not giving up y'all I'm not giving up so you know, in the next couple of weeks, <laughs> the output is definitely going to increase because we got to get right back on schedule and that's OK. And, you know, what I mean, it's it's showing you guys the process that I myself literally go through to let you guys know that, like, not everything that you do and how you do it is going to come off the way you want to do it all the time. You know, what I mean, we was going, what, 42 episodes, pretty good, always dropping an episode a week. And these last three, four weeks have just been just uh, 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 an avalanche of things and just a big storm. But. You know, we are back at it again. And, um, you know, I think that's what really inspired this episode, the same 24 hours. Right. So I'm going to um, I actually was inspired by this because I was uh, working out with my cousin Isabel. Shout out to Isabel. And she's doing this amazing challenge. It's like 75 days. You work out twice a day. You follow a strict diet. You read pages in a book every day. Um, what else do you do? And I think you document it. And I think there may be one more thing that I'm missing, but she's been doing amazing. You know, I think she's at like day 37. Shout out to her. So, um, when I went to New York, uh, I spent the first, uh, first week, or you know, first four or five days in Stone Ridge. So it was upstate. It was super nice, super beautiful. Shout out to Cliche and Alex Mayo. Uh, they are the first couple that I have ever married. I am an I am officially an efficient. No, 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 no. Wait, hold on, I got it. I am officially an official officiant. That means I am legally allowed to marry people, do their ceremony, and they were actually the first couple that I have ever married. Uh, Cliche is one of my close best friends. Alex, a real great dude. So happy for them. I love them. Shout out to Marley and future baby on the way. And so you know. Um, so I was up there. That's why I actually went to New York. And then uh, I had a couple of days left. So I went and stayed in the city. And that's when my wonderful cousin, Isabel, just forcefully showed her love and, and put her presence in my life. And um, so what happened was, you know, I, I participated with her in her workouts. And so for the first workout, um, she ends up going to do her thing. And for the first time, I, I decided to go on the Peloton bike. So I was doing one of the workouts and everybody telling me uh, Alex Toussaint is one of the best ones. So I went on that and it was like a 30 minute workout. And what's so interesting is when you do those workouts, if anybody's ever done them, you'll realize that as you're doing them, you can see other people who are doing the same workout with you, who start at the same time as you, like what their progress is at. 
And so, mind you, I haven't been on like a bike. I haven't like worked out aggressively in a minute. So it was like to try to just get on that and just do it and, you know, just do it cold turkey like that. It was a real, it was a challenge for me. Honestly, it really was. Um, But I remember starting off, I was like in the top five. And then, you know, I was kind of in like the top 10. And what got crazy is like there are moments, you know, as you're doing it where you can kind of slow down, you can kind of relax. Um, um, and But like the person under me who was at 11, like this guy was determined, I mean determined to pass me because I think my output was like, so output is like the energy I'm generating, how much calories I'm losing, all that stuff combined. And so my output was like at 195. And so now we're in the cool down. I'm at like 195, he's at 193. And I see him go to 194. So I'm like working to get to 196. And I'm seeing his numbers start to change a little faster. So literally I had to keep pushing and keep pushing my workout till it said zero, zero in order for me to stay in the top 10. And then... So I finished that workout. I am dying. My chest is <gasps> like all of that completely out of it. Just, you know, going through it or whatever. And then now I do the second workout with my cousin like later in the day. And so this time we do in the Peloton and she does it with me. And, you know, if you guys haven't noticed right now, I am super competitive. Like that's just how I am. I'm, I'm insanely competitive. Um, but I do it in a healthy way. And so... You know, she's doing her workout. We, we both in the same Peloton class, so she's riding with me. And this time we're doing a 45-minute thing. Now, she has been working out 35 days straight. She got a Peloton at the crib. This is literally my second time doing a Peloton class in the same day after not really working out seriously for months. Like, I have not worked out seriously for a while. I am not in my best shape right now. Uh, I don't know if, you know, this is, yeah, because for the most part, I've pretty much been in shape my whole life. So this is pretty much the worst shape I've ever been in, right? Which, I mean, I'm not that bad, but I ain't where I want to be. And so, you know, we start together and majority of the workout, man, I am above her. I'm holding it above her. And, you know, she's doing little things like, so the way Peloton works is the higher resistance and the higher your cadence, meaning you turn up the resistance and you kind of keep pedaling, the more points you'll get. So it's like we can be pedaling at the same speed, the same rhythm, but if her resistance is higher, she'll get more points. And so towards like the middle of the workout, I'm noticing that she's catching up and I start realizing that she had been putting her resistance maybe four or five points ahead of mine so that even though we're going the same pace, in, and it's not, and hers by four or five, it's not that much harder. It's just a little bit harder. But her, she was getting more points, which basically allowed her to pass me. And so by the time I kind of picked up on what she was doing, you know, now we're kind of like going back and forth, you know, seeing who's got the higher resistance, but also trying to keep the cadence. But mind you, this is my second, you know, Peloton workout in the day. My legs are kind of shot at this point. And so, you know, we're literally doing the same workout at the same time. But, you know, she was able to just kind of ultimately finish um, finish with a higher output than I, I think at the, at, at, by the time it was done, she had like 15 or 20 points higher than me or something like that because I just, I just didn't have it anymore. And it was funny because like 
you know, I look back on that moment and that was the living representation of when they say to you, we all have the same 24 hours. And people really, really don't like that. But that's exactly what it is. Like me and her are in the same exact workout. We're in the same room. We both didn't really have water because the cups that we had didn't really allow us to, to drink water while we're doing it. We're side by side in the same workout, same instructor, same trainer. We're both being recorded the same way. But she got more out of that 45 minutes than I did. Because of little things. So because of her tweaking up her resistance just a little bit more than mine and making sure she kept the same cadence when it was all said and done, she ended up with way more points than I did. And it's and, and that's the crazy thing, right? It's not like she did something super drastic. Like, you know, her resistance was like 20, 20 more notches above mine and her cadence never changed and she was going at a super fast cadence the entire time. No, it was just little things. Little things. If I was at 55, she would put hers at 58. If I was at 42, she'd keep hers at 46. And then when they said, oh, you can kind of take a break, maybe my cadence went down. And cadence being the rhythm between one, two, one, two. Maybe my cadence was down to 32. She kept hers at like 36, 37. And by constantly doing things, those little things, she was able to maximize her 45 minutes far more than I did and literally seeing the manifestation of it like seeing it happen and then seeing the results of it because when it was said and done her points were 20 points higher than mine it's like wow it's really true when they say we all have the same 24 hours and so I say that to you guys to say like when you hear that phrase don't really necessarily get upset really think about what are you doing with your time what are you doing with your 24 hours and think about the people that you look up to, the people that you hold in high esteem. What are they doing with their 24 hours? Like, I'm, I, I guarantee you, the people that you you look up to or, you know, those you find successful, those who are doing the things that you want to do, I guarantee you, if we were to compare your day and their day, there's going to be a drastic difference. Like, for example, you know, when you first wake up, what are, the, what are your first 60 minutes look like in comparison? What do their first 60 minutes look like? You know, I mean, I've heard constantly that successful people have a routine. So in their first 60 minutes, they've woken up. They've probably read something, meditated or prayed. They plan out the day. Um, they've probably gotten a workout in or in the process of working out. And, you know, I mean, if they accomplished a good amount of things in your first 60 minutes of waking up. Whereas for your average person, your first 60 minutes when you wake up, probably go back to sleep. Unless you have to go to work. So if you don't have to show up somewhere, if you don't have to be anywhere, your first 60 minutes you wake up and you're like, ah, 630, I'm gonna go back to bed. And your first 60 minutes is really just you sleeping again. And then when you finally get up, you don't really have a plan for your day. You don't really know what you're going to do. You just kind of waking up, moseying along, you know, trying to figure things out. And so now if you already look at the comparison of the first 60 minutes, it already makes a drastic difference. And your first hour of the day really sets the tone for how the rest of the day is going to go. And so you start to realize, like, if you can start to really be more intentional about your time and what you do, you can really make a lot of leeway towards your goals. You can start moving forward towards the things you want to move forward to. And the key is understanding, like we've talked about in uh, the episode about small wins, it's not necessarily these huge, massive changes that you need to make. It's just consistent changes, little things. You know what I mean? Like, if if you're if you're trying to you know start waking up at five o'clock, you don't go from waking up at eight o'clock to start and try and wake up at five. Go from eight 
to 745, 7.45 to 7.30, 7.30, 7.15, you know, and you'll wake your way to five, you know what I mean? And even in the process of planning out your day, it's like if you want, let's say you decided you want to get better at real estate, okay? Staying in a book of real estate all day, every day may not necessarily be the way, but if you say, you know what, I'm going to start off by watching a video, one or two videos, reading one or two articles, and you start doing that consistently for the next three months, by the time three months is up, you're going to know far more than you ever knew. Um, someone I I kind of follow and, you know, I, I, I try to glean wisdom from everybody, but um, Jamal King, he's with the, the, the ET team, right? Uh, I think he calls himself the nine to five millionaire. And he talks about as a cop, when he would be on break, what he used to do is read books on real estate and check out houses during his breaks. Whereas you had some guys who eat donuts, do donuts and waste time. And again, they have the same break. They got that same hour, two hour, hour and a half break, right? But they're using it differently. And so in his time, he was using his time to learn more about the, the, the real, to, to learn about the housing market and real estate that years later, he's a multimillionaire with multiple properties. Whereas those same guys who are using their time in their own way, it's like they wasted that time. And now, well, if you was eating donuts all the time, now what you have to show for it is you're less out of shape. You're not in best shape. And so my challenge becomes to you guys, like, what are you doing with your 24? You know what I mean? Because it, it's not a money thing. It's not a wealth thing. It's not a responsibility thing. Trust me, you have two single moms. both, And they can have very similar situations. Don't have no family, don't have nobody to help them. It's just them trying to do everything on their own. But what are you doing with your 24? Like, are you spending your 24 hours watching TV all day? You know what I mean? Being careless all day? Are you spending your 24 hours eating junk food all day? Are you spending your 24 hours with no plan in your day? You just wake up, survive, and then go to sleep again? Don't be don't be frustrated if if after years of doing that, you look back and you feel like you haven't accomplished anything in your life. You have to take account of your 24. What are you doing with the 24 hours that you have? You know what I mean? I literally did a workout for 45 minutes. Me and, me and this person have the same instructor. We have the same bike, the same equipment. And it's the same amount of time for the workout. And yet, my cousin was able to get more out of her workout than I was. And I can make excuses, but at the end of the day, she outworked me. Her output was much higher than mine. And we were doing the same exact workout in the same exact place, same equipment, both of our conditions were the same. And if anything, you know, I mean, I'm more athletic than she is. So you could have made the argument that I would have had the advantage. Now we can make excuses about me doing a private prior workout, yada, yada, yada. But really, the point is, in the same amount of time, she got more out of it than I did. And that really showed me and the manifestation of it was right there in the flesh that we are not maximizing our 24 most of the time. Two people, same amount of time, but we're using differently. So my challenge to you beautiful people is that, yo, start taking account of what you do. Take account of what your day is. You know what I mean? If, if you're listening to this tomorrow morning, if you listen to this right now, make a plan. You can start doing it for the rest of the day. Yeah, instead of waiting, just start now and say, okay, I'm listening to this right now and, and just calculate and just start right there and just account for your next 24 hours. What did you do? So if you're watching this at, uh, let's say it's like 3 p.m., say, okay, 3 p.m., 3 to 4, what did I do? 4 to 5, what did I do? 5 to 6, what did I do? 6 to 7, what did I do? 
and know what you did all the way up till in, in, in a 24-hour interval and then evaluate it. And then you'll see like, wow, this is really how I spend my time. And you'll, you'll realize that how you spend your time is a reflection of what your life is. Your life is not going to be what you're not doing. Don't expect yourself to be in amazing shape if you're not spending your time working to be in shape. Don't expect, you know what I mean, your relationship to be amazing if you're not spending time to improve your relationship. Don't expect, you know what I mean, your craft, your business, your career to flourish if you're not spending time to make these things flourish. The things that you spend time and energy on are the things that improve. But the reality is, is that we're so careless about our 24. And then... You know, even when we're going to be intentional about that 24, you also have to consider, okay, what type of quality am I giving here? Like, that's one thing I loved about Kobe. He always said, like, when he practiced, Kobe wasn't just practicing, like, carelessly or in a lazy way. You know what I mean? When he was practicing, he was practicing as if he was in a game. So no time wasted, no motion wasted, no energy wasted. Everything he's doing in the workout is at game speed. And that's that's that was wonderful because when you play the when you play the actual game, you're not playing it at a fake speed. Like you're not gonna fake the movements. You're gonna be doing it real time, and that's exactly what he was doing. He was doing them at real time. And so, where another basketball player will do the same workout with the same trainer in the same place because he's not doing these workouts at game speed, he's not getting as much output as Kobe is, who's doing it at game speed. So again, that's what I'm trying to say to you guys. Like, we all have the same 24 hours, but we're using them differently. And even when we're doing the same activities, even when it's just one hour, are you getting a high quality hour? Like when you about to practice, is this a high quality practice? Or are you distracted? Are you entertaining different things? You know what I mean? When you're working, when you're investing in something, when you're putting your energy into something, is this a high quality investment of your time and energy? Are you locked in? Or are you sitting there, your mind scattered, and you, you're not all in because you're everywhere else? And then you sit there and look at people who are doing the same thing, and you can't understand. Okay, why are people doing the same thing as I am? They're doing the same thing, working with the same people, they're in the same place, but for some reason, their results are just so much better. You're sitting there paying you know, all this money you know, to, to achieve certain goals, and you're working against yourself. You know, the other day I was getting on my cousin because she's working out, but then she's eating bad food. And I'm like, yo, it defeats the purpose. What's the point? If you're going to work out, work out. But make sure that your diet is, along, is, 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 is helping you along. Again, same 24. Because the same person could be working with the same trainer, spend the same amount of time, is not doing those or entertaining in those destructive habits. And they're getting more out of it. And so when you guys kind of look over your lives... And you look at people who've been doing the same thing as you, but they seem to just be moving further ahead. You have to realize they're using their time better than you are. That's just all it is. And so the moment you take control of your time, that you take control of your 24, you'll start to turn things around for yourself too. There's no excuse. In this world of almost what? I think we're like 8 billion, almost 8, 9 billion people. Right? Like... There is not any situation that is unique. There's no situation that is unique. Single mom with multiple kids, single mom with one kid, you know, two-parent home with family that helps, two-parent home with family that doesn't help, um, 
people with money, people without money, people struggling, people not struggling, people who've been through trauma, people with PTSD, people who've been... Like, there's no situation that is unique. But what is unique is how will you use your time? You're going to maximize that 24 or you're going to just purchase 24 carelessly? And at the end of the day, that's all it comes down to. So I say this because even me, that was a wake-up call for me. Like, man, you know what I mean? I really, really got to start doing my best to maximize my days because, again, when you take account for your day, you realize, wow, I spent all that time watching Netflix or, wow, I spent all that time just doing nothing on my phone. You realize there's a lot of time that you wasted that if you just if you just use an hour, just an hour, it'd make a big difference. Think about this for a second. One, 20 hours, one hour a day for 20 days will create a huge shift in a new skill. So if you take a new skill, let's say trying to learn guitar or ukulele or whatever, and you put 20 hours into it, you will have a major shift of skill in that. Just 20 hours. So again, I love you guys. This is um, my challenge to you. Take account for your 24. Make the best out of it. Again, it's about quality. Make the most out of it because we all got the same 24 hours. If this episode was any benefit to you, a blessing to you, listen, send it to five of your friends. Share love. Hit me with a review. I love you guys. I appreciate y'all. Till next time. Cell Speaks. Thank you.